Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. Today's podcast is a solo with Karen, and it's 10 tips for back-to-school anxiety. Because back to school is a big new beginning. New teachers, new classrooms, maybe even a new school. It's things you haven't experienced before and you know you can't prepare for everything and you can't anticipate everything. And for some of us, that means anxiety. Anxiety in the parents, anxiety in the children. So we're gonna help you through this. Step by step, big deep breaths, and just some really great reminders of how you've got this. So tip number one is trust that your child is in good hands. Schools and teachers are professionals who do understand the developmental and emotional needs of every child, of children in general, and with your help, your child in particular. Start by giving your teachers and your school and everyone in that setting the benefit of the doubt You're going to have doubts. You cannot know day one that everything is going to be better than you ever imagined. So just start with an act of trust and let them show you how they really do understand children. Tip number two, ask questions if you don't understand something. You'll be so much better able to respond to your child's concerns if you understand school policy, procedures, even the expectations of drop-off, pick-up, what needs to be in the backpack, all of those little nuances. It's in the hands books, I'm sure. It's in the emails. But you want to be as well-informed as you can be. So if you don't know something, please ask. Tip number three is add listening time to your daily routine. In the car, at the dinner table, or going for a walk, Be present, but be silent with your child, allowing your child to release and express feelings and concerns. And while your child is letting this out, listen, listen, listen. You don't have to fix everything, and you might not have to have any response other than a kind, embracing and taking it in. If your child needs a response, a hug, an answer, they'll let you know. But really, just let your child bring it out for you. Tip number four is to keep routines simple and predictable. Your child gains emotional security from a predictable routine. It's an anchor through any changes. And yes, you might be excited about the beginning of the new school year and you might want to create distractions or busyness for your child, but don't go too crazy with that. Make sure that whatever routines have sustained you so far are the ones that continue to sustain you and anchor the chaos, the changes, the interruptions, the ambiguity, and some of the new uncertainty that just comes with novelty. Don't forget, stress isn't just the negative things that happen. Stress also comes from positive experiences, like birthday parties and happy surprises and even changes in a new school year. Tip number five is a very simple one. Find out the names of classmates and school friends. 
What you want to be able to do is talk to your child about who he's interacting with during the day, who she's playing with on the playground, sitting next to at the snack table. You can also arrange play dates with the friends, but your child will feel less alone if you create those connections to those new names and new school friends. Tip number six is to create personal connections between home and school. Tell stories, read the same books, bring a favorite toy for show and tell, or write lunchbox notes. Children need continuity. They don't need compartmentalized experiences. So it's up to us to create those threads that unite school community with family and families with this other community that is really an extension of your family and of your home life. Tip number seven is kind of a big one. It is to remember that regression is normal. Starting something new is always three steps forward and one step back, little baby steps back. As a matter of fact, I don't even think that we should call it regression anymore. It's that life and change and skill building and behavior isn't linear. Once we experience something for the first time, sometimes we revisit it and go, hmm, maybe I'll be scared the second time. The first week of school might go fresh and easy because your child is full of adrenaline and excitement. The second and third week might be the struggle. Development isn't linear. Progress isn't linear. It's a spiral. It's a zigzag. It's however your child wants to do it. So allow for transition time. Allow for your child to make this their own in their own way. For some children, it's loud and boisterous with resistance. For some children, it's jumping in both feet, both hands, all in, never looking back. Your child gets to decide what works for them, and what their way is, and it's all good. Which easily brings us to tip number eight, and that is accept all of your child's emotions. All emotions are welcome at school, and all emotions are welcome at home. Difficult emotions like sadness, fear, nervousness, and defensiveness are not easy, but they're part of a child's emotional life, and they are the only way to move forward to maturity, to a deep emotional maturity where children can be fearless about their own selves and their own experiences. Help your child to face the difficult emotions without avoiding them, without trying to fix them. You can sit back, you can look at them, you can do the emotion coaching and help them to understand that all those feelings are normal and that all of those feelings will come with behavior choices that we can decide what's the way that your child wants to go forward. And please remember that you will go forward. Um, You aren't going to give up. Those doubts are okay as long as they don't overwhelm you or undercut the success of moving forward step by step. Now tip number nine, it's okay to cry. Watching your child learn new skills is never easy. Call on your support network to buoy you up through this. The old adage, this is harder for you than for your child, holds some truth. 
parents suffer twice when their children are hurting, when their children are uncomfortable, when their children are doubtful about whether they're going to be successful. So go ahead and cry, but have it with your own support network. Have it in an adult way and don't let your child feel like you're getting pulled into their emotional soup. You have your emotions, your child has his or her emotions, and all the emotions can be safe, whatever they may be. And tip number 10 may be the hardest of all. Stay positive. Stay focused on a belief and the trust in your child's success and in the success of this school being the best choice, the right choice for right now. If there needs to be problem solving, You'll have that process. That's what the relationship with school is all about. There are no perfect schools. There are great schools that will collaborate with you, that will listen, um, that you can listen and learn from as well. And in the end, it comes down to the biggest act of trust you've ever really had. And it's a trust in the school, a trust in yourself, and a trust in your child. You really have got this. Have a great school year. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I really value this time together. I value your feedback. I value your conversation and your stories. And I really love being a part of this journey with you. Next week, we have four amazing parents at the square table with me. And we will be talking about how it feels when you discover that your child is the one that's different. Come and join us. We'll be celebrating uniqueness, individuality, and being the parent of the child who is a little bit out of the box. Have a great week, everyone.